are your tender mercies, O Lord. Revive me according to your judgments. Psalm 119 verse 156. Welcome to the Voice of Revival with Reverend Robert Ampiakofi. Get ready to receive the Word of God that will bring revival to you and your household. And now, today's message. the glory let your name be glorified let the saints be edified and let the house of your church in global revival ministries be built up build up your church Lord for you promise that you will build your church and the gates of hell will not prevail we give you the praise we give you the glory in Jesus' name. Somebody clap and shout to the Lord. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Well, tomorrow is the D-Day and uh, we are beginning the conclusion of our fasting and prayer weeks. Hallelujah. And the D-Day is the hour of manifestation. Hallelujah. And so everyone must be part of the program. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I like the expression, tell a friend to tell a friend. Hallelujah. That means that we want to spread the news as far as possible. And then we want to become the catalyst for others to get into the global program, the revival program, the global revival program. Our name means that we are born for revival. Hallelujah. And that means that we have to get revival to as many people in the world as possible. Hallelujah. So our mission and our vision is that we ourselves should be revived and we should be instruments of revival to carry revival across. The reason why... I might travel a lot, preach here, preach there. It's because we are conveyors and carriers of revival. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And every church member cannot just be a self-satisfied person. By that I mean that we cannot just be happy because we are okay we don't have a problem, we are going to heaven, or we don't have any sickness, or we don't have any problem. Everything is okay with us, so we are happy. No, our vision means we must be carriers of revival. Hallelujah. That means that what God has done in our life, we should be able to transfer it to as many people as possible hallelujah and that is why whenever we have such a convocation or a meeting as we are going to have from tomorrow every one of the revivalists that is you 
should be here and influencing others to be here with you. Hallelujah. Are you getting it? So without living for our mission, then we are just hanging. But if we live for revival, then we will fulfill our mandate by going all out to influence and impact people. Hallelujah. Are you still here with me today? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. It, it is so important that we don't live for ourselves, but we live for the revival that God gave to us that is in our name. It is our objective to carry revival to the globe. Hallelujah. That is why we are called Global Revival Ministries. And you don't have to say, I can't be part of it because I can't travel around like Pastor Robert. No, the globe includes your house, the next door neighbor, everywhere. The, the uttermost part of the world, if somebody is in China, you think Ghana is the uttermost part of the world. If somebody is in Ghana, you think China is the uttermost part of the world. Depending on where you are, the most part of the world seem to be that far place, but you yourself are in the very far place of somebody else. So don't wait for Chinese people to come and evangelize us. Let us evangelize our own areas. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So our vision means every one of us should be carriers of the gospel. Hallelujah. Oh, I don't hear you at all. Our vision means that every one of us should be carriers of the gospel everywhere that we go. Hallelujah. Everywhere that we are, it is our mandate and our vision to carry out revival work wherever we are. Hallelujah. The reason why... We engage a lot of prayer, probably more than most churches put more emphasis on prayer, is because revival is the work of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Are you here today? And if revival is the work of the Holy Spirit, then we want the Holy Spirit to work. Hallelujah. And for the Holy Spirit to work, we need to be interceding, hallelujah, praying, and then the Holy Spirit will start to work, hallelujah. Glory be to God. And you will notice that G, uh, Romans chapter number 8, glory be to God, from verse number 26, ties intercession in with the Holy Spirit. Romans 8, 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Hallelujah. So, our prayer life is a cooperation between 
ourselves and the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Should I say it again? Our prayer life is not something that we are just doing. No. It is a cooperation between the Holy Spirit and ourselves. Hallelujah. That means that we cannot even pray effectively unless the Holy Spirit helps us. Oh, are you here today? Glory be to God. So likewise, or in the same way, the Spirit helps our infirmities. Hallelujah. Now the word infirmities can be difficult for some people to understand because infirmities sometimes looks like it's talking about sicknesses. Hallelujah. But the Holy Spirit cannot help our sicknesses. Because sickness is an enemy and the Holy Ghost cannot help our sicknesses. <laughs> Glory be to God. But he helps our infirmities or our weaknesses. Hallelujah. Are you here today? We want to go step by step so that everybody will be on board. Hallelujah. The Spirit helps our weaknesses. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Uh, a version should say that. Uh, you can read it if you have. In the same way, the Spirit comes to us and helps us in our weakness. We do not know what prayer to offer or how to offer it as we should. But the Spirit himself knows our need. And at the right time, intercedes on our behalf with sighs and groanings too deep for words. Amen. 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 So the weaknesses that the Holy Spirit comes to help us or strengthen us is not a mystery. Hallelujah. When I say it's not a mystery, I mean... In the same verse, it tells us the exact weakness and the exact help that the Holy Spirit is bringing to us. We do not know what prayer to offer. Are, are you here today? So, the weakness of man when he's praying is a weakness of lack of sufficient knowledge. Amen. Amen. Are, are you understanding? I don't want to go too fast. I want you to understand it. Hallelujah. Anybody praying has a weakness. And that weakness is lack of sufficient knowledge. It doesn't say you don't know what to pray for at all. That's not what the scripture said. But it said we know not what we should pray for as we ought to. So that means that we don't have enough knowledge. Not that we don't have any knowledge at all, but we don't have sufficient knowledge. Hallelujah. Are you here today? And the Holy Spirit helps our infirmities because he operates at a level 
of absolute knowledge. Hallelujah. But we operate at a knowledge, a basic knowledge level. But the Holy Spirit has all the information. Are you here today? All right. Let me, let me give you an example. Supposing somebody has a headache. So far as he knows, I have a headache. That's what he knows. But if he goes to the doctor, they may send him and put him in MRI machine or CT scan and come up with a deeper reason that is manifesting the headache. Oh, I, I, are you here today? I said, are you here today? Now, when the person is praying, all he will say is, Father, my head is paining me. Because that's all he knows. But the Holy Ghost knows what the MRI will pick up and or the CT scan will pick up and his prayer will be at the higher level to deal with the issue at the root. Are you still here today? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Andoshaya, hallelujah. Are you still here today? It is important to know that so many things that we see, they are just leaves and fruit. Say leaves and fruit. So if we see a mango tree, probably what we notice most is the leaves and the fruit. That is the most of the time, that is what we pray about, is the leaves and the fruit of the problem. But Holy Ghost see the root. Hallelujah. Are, are you here today? For most of the root is underground of the tree. Hallelujah. But God is not just interested in fighting leaves and fruit. God wants to uproot the very tree that is the source of the leaves and the fruit that we don't like. Is somebody still here today? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why we need the help of the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God. The book of Haggai chapter 1 makes it very clear or plain that the Jews that had returned according to verse 6 to 8 were suffering some financial setbacks, some difficulties financially. Haggai 1 says, Ye have sown much and bring in little. Ye have what? Sown much and bring in little. Uh-huh. Ye eat, but ye have not enough. Uh-huh. Ye drink, but ye are not filled with drink. Those are leaves and fruit of the problem. 
Ye clothe you, but there is none warm. Uh -huh. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put it into a bag with holes. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the house. And I will take pleasure in it and I will be glorified, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. So the key is something is going on. They clothe themselves, but they are not warm. They eat, but they are not full. They are not satisfied. They plant seed, but the harvest is little. And even the little harvest, when they bring it home, it reduces further. And the Bible tries to tell them, Hallelujah. Consider your ways. Your ways. Go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the house. Uh -huh. And I will take pleasure in it and I'll be glorified, saith the Lord. Verse 9. Ye looked for much, and lo, it came to little. And when ye brought it home, I did blow upon it. Why? Saith the Lord of hosts. Because of mine house that is waste, and ye run every man unto his own house. Everybody say why. Say why. See, why is a word of investigation. Hallelujah. We have uh, in our church some people who are CID. Hallelujah. They work in investigation. As for what is happening, everybody can know what is happening. But some people are employed to investigate why. So of the key questions in life, what, where, why, how, these are key questions. What? It's very easy. Hallelujah. Because what is often what is happening. Glory be to God. So if you say, why, what is happening? People are running. And you say, what is happening? You say, everybody is running. Where are they running? They are running towards the mango tree. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So what is easily answered? But after knowing what, you have to know why. Glory be to God. Why are they running towards the mango tree? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Many people that don't know why, the answer to the question why, end up in trouble. Sometimes you can find, maybe you read a report of a tanker have an accident and fuel is dripping. Everybody is running towards the tanker. What is happening is clear. A tanker has fallen down and fuel is dripping free. 
But if you don't find out why they are running, you may run with them and endanger your life. Because some of the people running, some may be smoking a cigarette. Glory be to God. So you are running into a fire and you don't know just because you don't understand the answer to the question, why? Why are they running? Hallelujah. So when the Bible says why, it's a very important question. Hallelujah. Why? Glory be to God. Most people that go to a doctor know what is happening to their body. It, that's why they went to see him. Hallelujah. The doctor even doesn't know what. He has to ask the patient, what is troubling you? Hallelujah. But the doctor is a doctor because he must know why that thing is happening. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And he must know another important question is how to bring about a solution. Hallelujah. So what, why, how? Glory be to God. When deals with time. Where deals with place. Glory be to God. Okay. What? Where, when, why, how? Glory be to God. Five questions that everybody needs to answer to succeed. Glory be to God. What, where, when, why, how? If you know anything at all happening in your life, if you have the answer to these five questions, you have the ability to win victory. <laughs> Glory be to God. So he says, we know not what to pray for as we ought to. That, that means that we are trying to solve the problem, but even the most basic thing, the what, we don't know it fully. Hallelujah. Then we are now going to try to answer the question why. And then answer the question how to bring an answer. So since even the most basic one which is what. We don't know what to pray for as we ought to. Then Holy Ghost step in to help us. Oh are you still here today? Holy Ghost does what? steps in to help us. So the spirit, likewise, the spirit helped our infirmities. Hallelujah. Why does he need to help us? For we know not what to pray for as we ought to. We deal with leaves and fruit. But the thing to be dealt with is roots. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Are you here today? So the Holy Ghost steps in, and as he steps in, solution begins to come. Hallelujah. Are you still here today? So for Haggai, is trying to tell the people, 
that you may be praying because you don't have enough or you are wearing a clothes but you are not warm or you are eating but somehow you are still not satisfied and you may be praying on the surface level but the real reason why what you are doing is not producing the result is that the God you are praying to is part of the problem you are narrating. Is it in your Bible? He said God is causing trouble for you. But you are praying because you don't understand what the, the why. Glory be to God. I pray that you will know why you operate in the why. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Verse 9. Why? Why? Saith the Lord of hosts, because of mine house, that is waste. And ye run every man unto his own house. Verse 10. Therefore, the heaven over you is stayed from dew, and the earth is stayed from her fruit. Glory be to God. There is an arresting of dew and an arresting of fruit. Better to read it in a more modern version because we don't use the word stayed anymore. We use the word stopped. Hallelujah. Therefore, because of you, that is your sin and disobedience, the heavens withhold the dew, and the earth withholds its produce. Hallelujah. Now, so, if people like the Jews in this time are praying, they are praying, praying, oh Lord, let the dew come, let the dew come, let the dew come. Let us have more than enough. And God they are asking to bring more than enough is the one blowing on their substance and scattering it. How would they get good results? If they continue to pray at that level of ignorance, nothing will change. Amen. That is why Apostle Paul said, I will pray with my spirit and I will pray with my understanding. It's very, very important. Hallelujah. We need to read it. I will pray two levels of prayer at the level of the spirit and at the level of the understanding. First Corinthians chapter 14 verse 15. What is it then? I will pray with the spirit and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the spirit and I will sing with the understanding also. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Both are very important. Hallelujah. To pray and to sing with the spirit and to pray and to sing with the understanding also. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. So let your prayer be a combination of both. Are you here with me today? From tomorrow, we will be entering a dimension of grace. Oh, I don't hear you at all. The, the double blessing we have to push forward. I don't hear you at all. I said I didn't hear you at all. We have to push forward. We must push forward. Praying with the spirit and praying with the understanding also. Because the understanding is limited. But the spirit helpeth our infirmities hallelujah what we don't know to pray for the spirit maketh intercession for the saints with tears and with groanings which cannot be uttered in the regular language which is in the language of understanding are you here with me still Glory be to God. Is it a blessing? Are you understanding something? Is it helping you now? Hallelujah. But the spirit, verse 27 of Romans 8. And he that searcheth the heart, knoweth what is the mind of the spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Are you still here today? God is searching the hearts. There are people who pray, but their prayer is not actually from their heart. Hallelujah. But God is not searching your words. He's searching the heart. Glory be to God. Are you here today? Now you say, what do you mean by that? What I mean is that there are people who pray a prayer or pray certain prayers. If it doesn't come to pass, it doesn't bother them at all because they never in their heart was even actually looking for what they are saying. So God is always searching the heart. Oh, are you here today? Anything you do, that is not from the heart. God is not searching for emptiness. He's searching what is actually coming from your heart. What you really are interested in at the level of your heart. That's why some of the things we seek, we must make sure that we have developed a heart interest in what we are looking for. Glory be to God. It will never manifest when we are doubtful. When we are doubtful, it means we are not settled in our heart that this is really what we are looking for. Hallelujah. Am, am I preaching to somebody? James chapter 1 talks about a double-minded person. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. There's somebody that wants to marry Sister A, but at the same time he's afraid. Glory be to God. 
His prayers can never have impact on God because his mind is double. Oh, are you here today? Yes. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let, let's read. Yes. James 1.8. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let's start reading from verse 5. So we see it's about prayer. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Hallelujah. Because when we are praying, God is searching the heart. So if the person is double-minded, unsettled, about what he or she wants or desires, that person can be praying, but God, is, it has nothing to do with God because God is searching the heart. And when God searched the heart, God can see that this person does not really want what the mouth is saying. Oh. Oh. Are you here today, Glory be to God. Somebody some time ago called me to pray for somebody who was sick. And I wanted to pray, but something was holding me back. So I decided I won't pray. Not I won't pray for the person, but I will not open my mouth publicly to proclaim a public prayer. And I asked him, what did the person say? What is the person saying? And he said, the person said that he will not survive and that he is going to die. And I said, if he is saying he's going to die, no prayer I pray will overcome what is from his heart. Because that is what he's saying. And God searches the heart. The fact that you want something for somebody doesn't mean you can get it for the person if the person doesn't want it. Yes. Uh, hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. See, so... If we are praying for somebody, we have to use the teaching of the word of God to bring the people onto the same page with us. Okay. Oh, are you still here today? If I want you to prosper and you feel that the more money you get, the more likely you will backslide. I can pray from morning to evening. It's not going to change anything because your heart tells you that any money you get is dangerous for your Christian life. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Until you get to the place 
where you yourself are convinced that you can be a good steward of the wealth that God placed in your hand and that you have enough vision and enough purpose and enough agenda of the Holy Ghost in you to handle any amount of money that come to you. No amount of prayer in a fearful heart to a fearfully hearted person will work because the person is double-minded and that agenda cannot be imposed on anybody. I, I must believe that if somebody wire $10 million for me, I have enough spiritual agenda. I'm not going to become a drunkard because money came. I'm not going to go and marry two, three wives because I got money. There's more than enough buildings to build, universities to build, crusades to hold in countries. You must have enough vision to handle the thing that will come to your hand. But if you are too small-minded about the vision and you don't have a big heart about it, then you don't really in your heart have any strong demand for anything. We can preach that there will be 70 millionaires. It doesn't move you because it's not in your heart. We can pray and it doesn't affect you because it is not in your heart. It will only come into your heart when there is an agenda in your heart that make a demand. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, that's why the Spirit must help our infirmities. Glory be to God. That's why that the prophet Haggai had to step in to help the Jews of that time. Glory be to God. Because they had Zerubbabel, the civilian governor, but he doesn't know why things are going that way. They even had Joshua, the high priest, but he also doesn't know why things are going that way. But Haggai, the prophet, must come in in the role of the Holy Spirit to show them why things are going the way they are going and what they need to do to correct it. Hallelujah. I have a strong belief or impression that the coming week will provide you answers of why. That the things you desire to see in your life, Jehovah will answer your why. Are you still here today? May the prophetic spirit, uh, the anointing of the prophet, uh, bring you the answer to your why. Are you still here today? Haggai was answering the question why. I don't even need a prophet so much as to mention my name because that one is just to confirm 
comfort you. Some people need a lot of comfort. So if the prophet say, Akosia Mansa, I say, oh, say, Radin No, I know the Lord knows my name. If there's a prophet, I need him to answer my question. Why? Why? Why is the thing not happening the way I want it to happen? I don't, I don't know if you are still here with me today. For the prophet to call you and say, Abnamansa, you don't have a child. That is all answering the question, what, what, what? Because your name is a what? And your condition is a what? But the thing you need, the answer is why, why, why? Just to get the revelation of your name and your condition may not be very helpful because you know your name already and you know your condition already. What you need to know is why is it the way it is? And the next question is how do I solve it? How do I overcome it? And that is the answers we are going to get from tomorrow is some Somebody still here today. If you believe it, say yes. You need the why, the answers to the why, and the how do we overcome this thing. Glory be to God. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've been in church long enough to see prophets that answer what, what, what is your name, and they have the answer. What is the problem? They have the answer. But I've also been around long enough to know that there are prophets who have the answer to what, but don't have the answer to why, and don't have the answer to how do we overcome it. Glory be to God. And if you are really serious to achieve something in life, you will be more interested in why and how. I need to know why. Are you still here today? If we need a million dollars to finish the whole, I want to know why, how, how do we get it? That is the important question because we need to raise up the building and the building is being raised up. When I came to church today, I told, I was with mama, I said, let's go to the hall first before we come. All the people who come and open the door for me came to the car. I said, no, let's ride all the way to the hall. Let's go and look in the hall. And the manager, the works manager came. I don't know how he even knew I was there, but he just saw me and came there. And I asked him this, this, this. How do we get from where we are? Where do we go? We need iron rod. How how many millimeters? 25 millimeters. I said, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You have to be ready. You have to answer hard questions because you have to be successful in life. Are you here with me today? Don't run away from the hard question because the hard question is what you need to be able 
to succeed in life. Are you here with me today? Don't run away from the difficult thing. Ask how much uh, you want to marry the lady. Find out how much is the engagement. What is the father demanding? How many half pieces of cloth? How much is one half piece? Find it out. The suitcase you will pack the thing in. How much is the suitcase? Something night. Whatever kind of suitcase. Find out. Maybe the father will accept Ghana must go. When he look at you, glory be to God. <laughs> Are you still here today? I, I, I had a pastor friend. He was going to get married. He was very, very happy. He said, oh, Pastor Robert. Where I'm going to marry. Everything is very down, down. They don't ask for anything at all. He mentioned some tribe. I've forgotten because about 30 years ago. Glory be to God. Some of you, when I remember, I'll tell you so that you can take your vision that way. <laughs> Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hey, he was overjoyed because he went to see the lady's father and he was told to bring things that were so simple in his eyes. And he was very, very, very happy. What a wow. <laughs> Glory be to God. Hallelujah. But answer the hard questions of life. And it shows you what preparation you need to put in. See, some of us, we are too relaxed. Hallelujah. Yeah, we have taken it... Uh, Cold chop. Is that how they say it? Cool chop. Cool chop or something like that. Hallelujah. The problem is, if you are going to take an examination in PhD, doctorate, you must prepare seriously. Some, you must even leave Ghana. You are not leaving Ghana just for studies. But it is because of an exam. That is the ultimate. Because if PhD takes two years of study and the last week of two years is for examination, if you study two years and the last week of examination you come back to Ghana, you come back without a PhD. So truly you are going to go to answer questions within the one week. Glory be to God. When I went to school, we had what they call exam week. So, you know, one week. Whether you have been in school for five years or not, your whole level is exams week. One week. Hallelujah. All the five years is for the one week. <laughs> Am I right? It doesn't matter. You could have been in the school every day. For the five years. If that one week. You say you had malaria. So you went home. You still won't get your O level. I don't know today what exam they take. JSS. J something something. Sorry. It's my, my time passed. Glory be to God. So maybe my example doesn't look relevant. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. But a lot of life is preparation for things that is very short. Hallelujah. Oh, are you here today? You prepare much, but the actual thing can be very little. You need to prepare so much because an opportunity will open up for you at a time when it is unexpected. Your attitude must be developed over a period of time. Are you still here today? It is not just, uh, just waiting till everything comes before you start preparing. Your whole life must be a preparation for an opportunity. For instance, the Bible said, do not be neglectful, do not neglect to entertain strangers because some have entertained angels unawares. Am I right? Hebrews, oh? Let's read it, yeah. Until, glory be to God. Be not, Hebrews 13, 2. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. So, you develop a character of being an entertaining person. Hallelujah. Do not be forgetful to entertain strangers. Hallelujah. Hospitality. Today they are in a uniform, very bright uniform. Praise God. Hospitality, wave your hand. Let me see you. Glory be to God. They do a very hard work. Tomorrow, all of them in another bright uniform must be, they will be all over here. They, they do you have another uniform nice like today's own? Yes, Pastor, I not say you have pink. Uh, pink. Eh? Okay, praise God. <laughs> so tomorrow, every hospitality will be everywhere. Hallelujah. See the choir section. Not even one empty chair this morning. Tomorrow evening, it will be the same. Yeah. Hallelujah. I saw that. Glory be to God. They will help us. Church means everybody playing their part. Hallelujah. Everybody is everybody. Look, if I could do it by myself, I would have done it long ago. I can't. I said, I can't. I can't do it by myself. If I could do it by myself, I'll do it. You, you know me. Some things that I can do by myself, I just do it. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory be to God. But church... Cannot be done singularly. 
Jesus couldn't just build his church by himself. He has to rope in people. Hallelujah. He engaged in calling people, fishermen, say, follow me, follow me, follow me. Hey. So God too must ask people for a favor. Stop whatever you are doing, follow me. Some of us, it's time to follow Christ in accuracy. Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's no more just about you. It's about following Christ and following him with total of your heart. Hallelujah. Hey! Say, what do we ready? Hallelujah. If the mountains pack into the sea, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, for he is with you. If you love the Lord your God out of your heart and love your neighbor in church as yourself, oh my God, <laughs> hallelujah, then, then even if the rocks fall into the sea and the mountains fly into the sea and things that look unshakable shake, Ah, don't be afraid because God is with you because you are serving God. I feel some grace coming in here. May you have a determination to serve the Lord. Do something for God. Be full of zeal. Follow the vision of the church. Be a revival agent wherever you are. In the name of Jesus, when we are praying, get involved in the prayer. Whatever we are doing, get involved in doing it because it will take all of us together to get the vision of revival fulfilled. Can somebody shout yes? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastors, we have to work. We have to work. Yesterday, just yesterday, Mama and I, we were in Techiman. Today, I'm here shouting in the morning. Glory be to God. We, it is the vision that pushes us. Hallelujah. And the vision of being a revivalist and a career of revival must push you also. 
And you must be determined when we are praying, you pray. When we are studying God's word, you come and we study God's word together because faith must fill your soul. Are you here with me today? You will carry the power of God. You will carry the gospel of God. You will carry the healing anointing. You will carry Ayabaya Shadabaha. You will carry the power to cast out devils. That's the whole vision we carry of revival. We must Break the yoke of the enemy for other people. I pray that you won't sit back, but you will get involved in the vision. Are you still here today? If you believe it, shout yes. Are you still here today? Love people. Work with people. Hallelujah. Oh, are you here with me today? Love people. Work with people. Work on people. Don't forget about judging people. There's enough. You see, God has been taking note, notes from Adam's time up to today. God has a big book. It's called the book, and the books were open. Everything, even idle words that people spoke, he said, God has recorded it in his book. Huh? So, you don't need to judge anybody because God has a big book to judge every human being. Huge books. Oh, your amen is very small. <laughs> Are you understanding? And then the books were open. Revelations. Yeah. Or wherever. Ma Matthew 12, 36. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. So, there are words that we spoke, huh? including myself, I've forgotten it. It was an idle word. <laughs> A lazy word that didn't do anything for us. What is idle? Idle is something, somebody who is not doing anything, isn't it? And our words, some of them are idle words. They are words not doing anything. We said it and forgot it. Hallelujah. He said, in the day of judgment, every word, including idle word, shall be brought to judgment. So God is on top of his judgment business. You don't need to help him. Are you here today? His judgment is stronger than yours. Forget about judging people. Try to help people. I said try to help people. Try to do what? Help people. Just help people. Don't worry. Even if they don't deserve it, if they are ungrateful, don't worry about it. Are you here with me today? Jesus healed 10 lepers. Only one came to say thank you. Jesus never stopped healing. Neither did he withdraw his healing from the nine. He didn't say, I am the Lord. These nine lepers didn't come and say, thank you. I collect my healing back. No. So don't concentrate on people's behaviors and conducts and characters. 
there's so much we need to do. We cannot keep focusing on who deserve good or who de don't deserve it. No. We just have to bless everybody. Pull everybody into the revival. Some will come, some will not come. Don't worry. Push. Pull. God himself never thought that everybody will accept. He said, go ye into all the world. Preach the gospel to every creature. These signs shall follow those who believe. He didn't say these signs will follow all. These signs will follow them that believe. Again, John 1, 11 and 12 said, He came to his own, but his own received him not. But to as many as received him, to them he gave the power to become the sons of God. That means that it doesn't matter. You can't tell who will accept and who will not accept. Give it to everybody. A sower went out to sow. Some fell on rocky ground. Some fell on good soil. Some fell here. Some fell there. Just sow the word. Sow the revival. Sow the healing anointing. Sow the power of God. Hey, are you here today? May you carry the revival everywhere you go. May you carry the power of the Most High. Are you here today? Shout yes. Let's, let, let, let's, let's close Re it off here. Revelation 24. Yeah. yeah and it. I saw the dead, small and great. Uh-huh, small and great. Stand before God. Stand before God. And the books were opened. And the books were opened. And another book was opened. And another book was opened. Which is the book of life. Uh-huh. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Hallelujah. So, you are angry with somebody. God said, forget him. Whatever he did is in the book. Go ahead and do what you need to do. Some of us, we are very good people at heart. But somebody's behavior has made us to become evil. The Bible said, do not become, do not let evil overcome you, but rather overcome evil with good. Don't let people change your character. Hallelujah. I, are you here today? I remember when I was in secondary school, I think before I was born again, but I was still very quiet and dadabaish. So, Somebody annoyed me and I insulted the person and somebody was passing it somewhere. He said, hey, you, you are the one who is saying this. I never expected you to say something like that. He didn't even bother about what the person did. Just said, I don't think you, Robert, should say something like that. Glory be to God. Don't let somebody change your character. Glory be to God. Ro, ro, read it for us. Roman. Romans 12, 22. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Hallelujah. Declare to yourself, nobody will change my character. <laughs> Glory be to God. 
When you get married, don't let marriage change your character. Oh, I don't hear you at all. Be true to who you are. Oh, I don't hear you at all. I said be true to who you are. Stand fast being who you are. Glory be to God. Praise God. Praise God. Well, hallelujah. The Holy Ghost, he helpeth our infirmities. Then, 2 Chronicles chapter number 20, verse number 14. Just Then upon Jahaziel, Upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Zechariah, the son of Beniah, the son of Beniah, the son of Jeel, the son of Jeel, the son of Matania, the son of Matania, a Levite of the sons of Asav, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. I pray for you that by tomorrow, the result of the fasting which is that the Spirit of the Lord, Mayendi Adosi Mahanda Hayesi Abaha, they fasted and prayed. The result of the fasting is that upon Jahaziel, the son of Beniah, the son of Zechariah, the son of Beniah, the son of Jeel, the son of Matania, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord. May the Spirit of the Lord come upon your life. I pray for you. I am praying for you. Let the Spirit of the Lord come upon your life. Let the anointing come upon your life. Enda ba yoshanda bahaya, enda ba sanda bahaya, ekala ba shanda bahaya, enda ba sanda bahaya, ekaya ba shanda bahaya, ela ba sanda bahaya, ekama mamanda sanda bahaya, ela bahata bahaya. Upon, upon, upon Jahaziel, Ayabaha, Endabasanda. Some people are in the realm already right now. Upon Jahaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Beniah, the son of Jeel, the son of Matania, a Levite of the sons of Asaph. Came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the May God Almighty, may God Almighty, Odabasanda Bahaya, Andahaya, may God Almighty, Olamasanda, yes, Lord, I see the glory of God. Shall we be up on our feet? When the Spirit came upon Jehaziel, ah, the Bible said, and he said, Hear all ye, King Jehoshaphat, and all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou, King Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid, nor dismayed, 
by reason of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but God's. I declare to you today, you have waited on God. You have sought the face of God. Hear ye the word of the Lord. The battle is not yours. The battle is God's. A change is happening. A change is happening. Thank you for listening to The Voice of Revival with Rev. Dr. Robert Ampiakofi. To interact with Rev. Robert Ampiakofi, like his page on Facebook and Instagram at Robert Ampiakofi. Email akwopartners at gmail.com and on his website robertampiakofi.org or call plus 233-554-592-688. That is plus 233-554-592-688. God richly bless you. Thank you.